What's up, everyone? Welcome to Under the Cardboard Box Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Haida Martinez, and with me is Arnaldo Castillo. How's everything going? Blizzard 2016. Crazy, crazy blizzard. How was that? Uh, well, I don't know if you were trying to say a poem there, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, it's pretty bad. My car's buried in I don't know how many feet of snow right now, and, yeah. and I don't really want to get it out. Um, you're just like, screw it. I'm just leaving. It I'm there. just walking everywhere. Or you, you got up that morning, and you said, "I'm gonna walk today." <laughs> yeah. Well, surprisingly enough, it was on a Sunday, which I was on my way to church. Which, which I wish that it was on a weekday, just so that I didn't have to work. Yeah, of course, of course. Anyway, so I was on my way to church, and and then I saw it, and I was like, "So I'm taking a taxi today." <laughs> All right. Yeah. You can just stay in there for sure. Yeah. Um. How you doing, man? Uh, pretty good, pretty good. Uh, you know, had some plans over the weekend uh, that I didn't go through, but that's okay because uh, it's happening very soon. So, yep. Aside from that, just working a lot. Uh, also, still playing The Witcher. <laughs> I've also started playing Gone Home because it just came out on consoles. Uh, so, quick update on that. It's a excellent game. I think I went over it a few last week, but uh, it's been very good. I think I had a few rounds with it. Um, it's a, it's a it it could be a short game. It could be a long game. Depends on the exploration uh, that you do inside the house. But uh, very fun game. Uh, Fulbright did an an excellent port over to the new consoles for it. I'm playing it currently on Xbox One. What are you playing? Uh, well, I finished MGS two. Over nice. the weekend, how um, was that? I saw you. You posted on the yeah on the cardboard box group. Yeah, e-e. yeah. <laughs> ee, <laughs> what's wrong with ee? Yeah, um, it was it was good, man. It was good to revisit. I believe it or not, I was actually more intrigued with the story now than I was before. Just listening to it, you know, um, hearing about the Patriots and how it's kind of like an Illuminati kind of thing, you know, like yeah. they like control everything. Like even what, what? Yeah, it's a good conspiracy story. Uh, story, you know. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Um, and then to find out they've been dead for a hundred years, um, every one of them is just like, so, so yeah. how the heck? Who's controlling everything then? Now? Right, right. You know, and then of course you find out that it's all AIs, it's all artificial intelligence. Um, that the colonel that's been speaking to you is a figment of just your imagination. Is just yeah. all. I mean, of course, it's coming from the AI, but his personality comes from your own thought of what a colonel would be right of um, course i i don't know how that makes sense in him sounding like colonel campbell since he's never met colonel campbell yeah but yeah exactly i guess since he did that since, the, it, since it's a hideo kojima story <laughs> <laughs> since since hideo kojima has to connect everything no i i guess since he did the vr training mission you know in shadow moses yeah i guess it stems from that all of his experience i don't know right right okay cool man that's awesome. Uh, I got to get back into to playing the old ones. Uh, you know, I, I started playing a little bit of uh, Twin Snakes and Snake Eater, of course. Uh, I, I love playing that one. Anyway, uh, let's get into the news. The CB News. All right. So looks like we have more news from Sony uh, and, you know, PlayStation, all of those partnerships that Hideo Kojima has so he's on a 10 trip I don't know 10 day tour 10 yeah like a sorry 10 day tour 
I don't know, to all these random places that Sony owns. So uh, this past week, he went to Sucker Punch. He also, uh, okay, let's see here. He went to Sucker Punch, Sony Computer Entertainment America. He went to Media Molecule. And he also got to get a sneak peek of the PlayStation VR at the Sony London studio. Um, so the first one, he went to go visit Sarkin Punch. He visited after uh, Sony Benz uh, with Mark Cerny. So he flew to Seattle, uh, where Sony Sucker Punch Productions is based. It's known for Sly Cooper, of course, and I think most of them uh, know for the Infamous games. So I don't know if you ever played any of the Infamous games, but uh, I have. Yeah. I, I've played part one and part two. Very okay. much enjoyed them. Yeah, yeah. So you see here, like some of the stuff that he posted on Twitter. Uh, was they got he got this special art from uh, the Sly Cooper series, as well as uh, he got a signed copy. Of, I think that game is, uh, let me see, what game is this? Is it Rocket? Yeah, it could be Rocket. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, they just had a fun time. Looks like they got beer together. Uh, he also tweeted out that same night if he should shave his beard. Uh, he did a Twitter poll, and 20% said he should shave. 80% st- said stay as is. Uh, what do you think, Arnaldo? Should he shave it? Should he not? Stay as is. Yeah, yeah, be the rebel, man. Yeah, I think I think it creates like kind of like a rebellious look for him. You know, do like, it, he's just, man. He's just out of it. Like I'm out of Kun- uh, Konami and. What's beer. your business in Canada, man? <laughs> What's your business in Sony Santa Monica, man? Let's do this. <laughs> uh, the next one, uh, he went to Sony Computer Entertainment America, uh, which base it's based in uh, Oregon. So, I'm sorry, no, it's not based in Oregon. Uh, that one's in San Mateo, California. So he was wearing his his uh, Hideo Kojima shirt with the skull slash astronaut slash whatever it is. He tweeted out saying good morning uh, that and then you see you here a picture of, of Kratos uh, and of course Uncharted, uh, which, you know, Sony Computer Entertainment America publishes. Uh, yeah, he was pretty much in the production studio. He was doing voiceovers. He was in the vocal booth. Um, yeah, just lots of stuff, man. You know, it's, it's really cool to see him kind of, you know, going around. It looks like he's having fun. Honestly, that's what it sounds like to me and what it looks like to me from YouTube. It's like, it's like he's free. Right, right. He's exactly. Like in the grasp of Konami and, and he's yeah. like, I'm free. Yeah. No I, rules. I think he probably never had the chance. He obviously probably knows these people, but probably never had the chance to really have the freedom to do this. Maybe his contract didn't allow him. Right, right. Maybe it could be, you know. Uh, so then he went to Media Molecule, where uh, he got to try out the PlayStation VR at the Sony uh, uh, London studio. And you can see here that he's, uh, you know, you can see Little Big Planet. Uh, what else? He had, uh, looks like, lots of lunch with a huge, uh, lots of people that work there. Uh, it's pretty cool, you know. Pretty cool. So... Aside from all of that, the news that came out of this is that he got to obviously play with Sony VR. Maybe it could be something that he's looking into getting into VR. I don't think so. Um, Many people speculated that on Twitter. Like, hey, is your next game going to be PlayStation VR only? Is it going to be like a, you know, PlayStation VR uh, launch title? Which I extremely highly doubt. But um, it's pretty cool. You can, you know, you can see pictures of him playing with it. Uh, with the two move sticks. Uh, also, you can see him and Mark Cerny uh, just taking a selfie together. 
just lots of cool things. I guess he's just, you know, obviously having fun. But the, the news that came out of this is the Hideo Tube. So for most of you that know, uh, I don't know if some of you did, but he had this show. Uh, it's um, Kojima Station. So here I'm reading this from Game Informer. They said... Uh, I'm sorry, from Metal Gear Informer, they said, Hideo Kojima has been checking his new program titled uh, HideoTube. It seems likely that this will be uh, comparable to Kojima Station, hosted at Konami before it was suspended in March of last year, in which staff of the studio, included Kojima himself, could talk about what they were working on. Discuss movies and interact with fans, HideoTube is likely the revival of this concept for Kojima's new studio. Uh, you can see here he uh, tweeted a picture of him looking down, I guess, of a, of a pad, looks like some type of uh, tablet, saying, check out his, checking his new program, HideoTube, before departure to our next destination, welcoming English subtitle volunteers. Uh, that was tweeted out by Ayako Terashima. Uh, you can see a few things, like you see him uh, here next to uh, a gentleman here. Uh, he's like kind of, it looks like a game show, but the logo is, is YouTube, is the YouTube logo. Um, which is huh. pretty interesting, yeah. And so here he tweeted a picture out with you know YouTube, right next to YouTube and stuff. So it's pretty cool, you know. Not not bad. Yeah, uh, that gentleman is Ken and Ayako. Ken and Ayako. Yeah. So uh, looks like he's gonna have you know the same things that he had before, which was the Kojima Station, which was the first time we looked at some of the things coming to Metagross Solid Five. Uh, I hope that this could be something where he creates a new venture for fans to watch and they could receive news just from hearing this uh, station. And, you know, the Hideo Tube would probably be like the the spiritual successor to Kojima Station. What do you think about that? Um, definitely, man. It's just, it's amazing how much Kojima is skyrocketing. He's getting into everything. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if he gets into Spotify next from somehow. <laughs> right. <laughs> Music by Hideo Kojima. Yeah. Um, no, man, it's it's great. I, I'm I'm really glad that he's he's really going all over the place. Instead of signing his name all over the games, he's just signing his name over everything. Everything, yeah. <laughs> he's just gonna work with every studio. So his next game is gonna say every studio in existence. <laughs> exactly. Um created but directed by Hideo Kojima. Hideo Kojima, of course. Hideo Kojima. Yeah. All right. So what's the next news we got? Well, so check this out. Um, PlayStation now has avatars for MGS5, The Phantom Pain. Um, it's great. Uh, I mean, of course, you have to buy them. Um, you know, who wants to pay 49 cents for these things? But if that's your bread and butter, then by all means, you can find avatars such as the XOF, um, Stitching. Uh, you got, you know, uh, Kaz, The Man on Fire, Ishmael, Venom Snake. It's a whole roster of these guys and you can you can have it as as now as your uh, avatar so go nuts if you want to again they're 49 cents a piece uh east uh eastern um <laughs> u.s dollars and uh yeah man it's uh it's pretty cool you yeah. plan on getting any uh probably not not this one no oh okay I'm, yeah all right great uh so the next news we have is uh pretty cool it's not really metal gear solid related but uh it's uh, this fan. He used solar power to play through Metal Gear Solid Five. He goes on in this article in IGN where he says, uh, "Quote: Video games are significantly smaller power drawn than I expected." And quotes. Uh, he goes on saying how he did it and how he had his PlayStation Four hooked up to a to a 3D display, fit perfectly in his bunk. 
Um, the PS4 can pull up to 150 watts. The TV uh, puts up up to 60 watts. Uh, so I needed to account for uh, 210 watts, measuring watts per hour. I started planning for a 210 uh, watts uh, load, end quote. So it's pretty cool, you know, to see, I guess, his, I guess the first game he chose, which I don't know if it is, uh, that he chose to play Metal Gear Solid Five. I mean, it must take a lot of wattages and a lot of solar power because that game is long. So <laughs> nothing like The Witcher, like though, through. right? Uh, yeah, nothing like The Witcher. I mean, although you could play it for the same amount of time, but uh, The Witcher is oh, extremely long. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's pretty much all the news we have for you today. Uh, so just guys, remember that you guys can get this news from Metal Gear Informer. That's our website that we go to. They just revamped it. Like we mentioned last, uh, last week. It looks great. Yeah. It's really cool. So, uh, these guys do a great job at informing us, (laughs) no pun intended in, uh, our, our things all about Metal Gear and Kojima himself. Having a hard time hitting someone from far. Well, it's probably because you're aiming in third-person view. Switch to first-person view. It usually gives you a better chance to hit at the head. Also, if you're a sniper, if you're standing, chances are you're swaying a lot. So the closer you are to the ground, the less you sway. It's best you grow prone. Now, if you're using quiet and you are, uh, you're facing a helicopter, pull out your sniper if you have one and aim it at the cockpit. Then command Quiet to take aim. Fire at the cockpit and so will she. She'll actually hit the pilot, resulting in the helicopter going down in one shot. Good luck. The Codec Conversation Alright, before we get into our Codec Conversation, let's reveal the winner of the Steam Code for MGS5, The Phantom Pain. Shall we do a drum roll? Alright, here we go. And the winner of this Steam Code is Earl from Utah. Hey, nice. There you go, man. Let me read your email. Hi, my name is Earl. Sounds like the beginning of the show. <laughs> LOL. I live in Utah. I've been listening to your show since episode one. I wanted to ask, what were the major surprises in any MGS game that surprised you the most? Thanks. Hope I win. Well, you did win. You did. <laughs> so you did. There you go, man. Uh, thank you for liking us on Facebook, and thank you for your submission on our email. Remember, you guys can email us at underthecardboardbox at gmail.com. We still have three more codes to go, uh, three more codes to give away uh, for you guys, uh, just like Earl did. So thank you for submitting the question. Uh, surprises in MGS. Uh, let's. I mean, a game that is just... Full of surprises. Riddled with twists and turns. Yeah. I guess major surprises. I mean, man, we can we can go on about this. Right. What do you got? Well, I mean, I, I just want to start right from the beginning. I think I think anyone can relate to this one. It was just, you know, uh MG MG one, Metal Gear One. Okay. When you find out not only that, you know, Gray Fox is is against you but you also find out that the entire time big boss was the person you were trying to stop right yeah your commander the commander of foxhound you know yeah, just yeah. trying to stop he's the one that sent you in there yeah so you're just like 
after a while, you lose communication with him. You can't get in contact with him. Yeah. And then after a while, when Snake comes in, all you hear is, Big Boss. You know, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well, I mean, you don't hear it. You read it. You read it, yeah. And it's just I like, remember he's like on the corner here. Yeah, Big yeah. Boss is like to the left. Yeah, yeah. And then you're coming in through the entrance. Mm-hmm. And then that's, yeah, yeah. And so that's like going to be your final battle. Right. Um, People who have been MGS5 know a little secret about this boss battle, though. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that I guess I could start with that one. It was just that's good, man. Can you imagine? Like, you know what I mean? This, this the guy who's been giving you advice the entire time, right? You know, right? Right? Who's been leading you? You saved Gray Fox, who you thought was really in danger, but really he was just messing around. He was just messing around the whole time. You know what I mean? And just to why? You know what I mean? Like that—that yeah, that was yeah, my question. Sure. Like, why all of this? And so it was just—it was one of my major. I was I was surprised at that moment. Yeah, and you know, funny thing about that is, which is my surprise, uh, is just I guess the whole delusion of not knowing and the person that you're actually working with, you know, which is like on the codec with you, which is the person that you're getting information from, which is my surprise, um, which is I guess kind of similar. He probably did this in the same way. Is MGS one uh, uh, for the PlayStation where Master Miller, you know, you think he's Master Miller the whole time. Um, but it turns out to be your, your twin brother, uh, liquid snake. Uh, for those of you that haven't played it, I mean, it's about time, <laughs> but, uh, get, get, get to it guys. Come on. Yeah. Uh, but you know, the whole time you're getting information from him and you know, you're just saying, yeah, thank you, master Miller and etc. you know, and he's part of your team and stuff. And you, you find out that he killed him even before you got there. Like it's, it's insane. And yeah, he was dead for like 48 hours already. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's cool to see that those twists can still happen, uh, within a video game. You know, I think that was the first time, like I mentioned a few episodes back where I felt like MGS one was the first time I felt like I was in a cinematic, uh, movie. Uh, and, and I feel like no game has done that before it. Uh, so it was cool to see that plot twist and you're just like, Whoa, that came out of left field and your enemy is like, you know, was your friend, I guess, and you, that you were relying on. So the whole time it was just, he knew where you were. You know, you weren't, weren't really hiding from him. You weren't really crawling and yeah, stuff. He yeah. knew where you were the whole time. Well, I mean, he, he did say, don't think you got here by yourself. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? And and then to, to, to find out that Metal Gear wasn't really active, you yeah, actually yeah. activated Metal Gear. You actually Metal activated Gear. Metal Gear. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, he tricked you he into thinking. You. Yeah, yeah. Into thinking that they had both the codes. Yeah. Of course, yeah. you find out that the DARPA chief was, you know, Octopus. Oct- yeah. So he kind of lied. He was like, no, he got my code. But he didn't. He only had one coat. Only uh, one. You know, the DARPA chief, a.k.a. Sigit, yeah. from MGS3, didn't didn't crack. He didn't give him his code. Right. And so it was just... That was actually another surprise for me when I found out... That he was Sigit? Yeah, but of course, you know... Well, I you think, find that out in, like, in could, the encyclopedia, right? Well, you, no, you find that you find that out major, um, first in MGS4. I mean, it says it in the encyclopedia, but then in MGS4, yeah, yeah. he'll also say it. Right, right, yeah. Um... That Sigit was, um, because then they, they talk about the philosophers and yeah, yeah. whatever the case may be. Um, but that was surprising to me. Of course, Hideo Kojima added that later. I don't, well. That not, probably wasn't meant to be. Let, yeah. me, let me, let me not assume. Let me not assume <laughs> because, yeah. Uh, but in any case, yeah, man, there, there was a lot of times where I was just like, what the heck? Um, yeah. You know, uh, you. what about another one for you? Another one for me. Let's see. Uh. Hmm. Okay, well, this one can or can't happen. So it's an MGS1, and it's, I guess, a different ending that you could get for MGS1. So uh, Meryl dying 
you know so that one was like a like a surprise for me wasn't that pleasant it wasn't pleasant at all you know either way Otacon still survives and each each one of the endings but there's two snowmobiles um you know and in the ending of it you know Meryl uh if you get I guess if you if you uh what was it the torture scene right if you just like kind of quit mm-hmm. on a torture scene you uh get the terrible ending of Meryl dying uh you know you go to her after you fight liquid uh and you're kind of trying to serve uh make her survive you know you're just doing whatever you can and then you know she she's dead so which is obviously not the true canon ending uh that Hideo Kojima wanted obviously you know that in other games but uh it's it's it was a surprise to me when I I tried it that way uh I think second the second playthrough that I did uh and I was just like whoa this is not the ending I thought I was gonna get, you know. Right. So that's I guess that's a that's another surprise for me. What about you? Uh, well, I I guess it would have to be, uh, just an MGS two, like just playing it after a while, and it it was, it was kind of funny, but it was when the president, kind of like, gave Raiden like a nut check, and he was like. You're a oh, man. Yeah. You're a, a man. I was like, whoa, what? That's pretty offensive. Like, come on, dude. Yeah, I know. You know, it wasn't that pleasant of a surprise, you know, right, but right. I was just like, I get it. But yeah, honestly, where the surprise was, the unpleasant surprise, you know, I said that kind of as a joke, but the unpleasant surprise when was when I first started playing MGS2 and you do start off as Raiden. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're like, who the heck is this guy? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he took a... I'm like, what the heck? What is this? What's going on? I'm. Please tell me I'm going to play a snake later. I know, I know. And then it's just like, no, you just get pl- to play a long snake later. Yeah. Pliskin. <laughs> Iroquois Pliskin. Lieutenant Junior Grade. Yeah. Um, Which was great, man. Uh, <laughs> It was just... Also, I was also surprised when, when I saw Ocelot with another hand... Uh, mm, just taking right, it back right, when he, right. you know, because he lost his hand. Lost to, his hand in one. Yeah, to the right. ninja. So all of those, all of those things were like a bit surprising. I'm like, okay, where did he get his hand from? And then you find yeah. out it's from Liquid, which freaked me out because then Liquid overtook his body. But then you know, Hideo made it more make more sense because he made the sorrow the sorrow, yeah, right. His father, right. You know what I mean, right? Was it planned? I don't know. It's just a theory. No, wait, no, wrong, wrong show. <laughs> a game theory. <laughs> um, you, you can thank us for the advertising. Um, uh, I think another one for me, which is close to that, which is in Metal Gear Solid Three, when you do find out that Sorrow is his father, um, but also the boss. You know, uh, you you see that like that's his mom. You know, like that's that's incredible to me. Like who who would have thought? I mean, obviously it probably wasn't planned, but also uh, knowing what the boss did for her country and no one would ever find out you know in the ending of Metal Gear Solid 3 you find out from Eva that she tells you all of this and you find out how she didn't betray her country how you know she did this all for her country and it wasn't to you know obviously like uh betray it it was just for her country you know and the real boss is her you know in the end because yeah she was always a patriot she was always a patriot till the end um, even, you know, when Snake had the gun pointed at her, um, and, you know, you click square <laughs> to, to kill her. And if you wait like five minutes, you kill her anyway. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's just, uh, that was a big surprise to me. You know, the whole time, 
uh, aside from the beginning, you're just like, man, she's the antagonist. She's the worst. You know, she, you know, because you, you build that story up in the beginning where she is like more than a friend to you. She was your mentor, everything to you. She meant, you know, he was probably in love with her. Um, but in the most th- respectful case, I guess. Right. And, you know, she taught you all the things she taught you. But then you see her break your arm and throw you over a bridge and you're just like, what the heck? You know, and then you see her with the bad guys and stuff. You don't know. You, you really don't know until really the ending and you find out, wow, she. You don't know what to believe. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so that's that's one one big surprise for me. Uh, you know, what wasn't one. a surprise for me. Which one? Um, when Tatiana was Eva and Eva was Tatiana. Oh, like well, when you first see her, I'm like, isn't yeah, that this is like yeah? When that I was, saw her in the helicopter, I was like, isn't that? Um, yeah, yeah, that was probably the <laughs> easiest one to figure out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just like, uh, <laughs> for sure, for oh, sure. Oh, really? That's Eva. No way. Hmm. <laughs> Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was good. Um, a few more from Metagross Solid Three. Um, I like a few. Uh, a surprise to me was that you don't get to see Otacon's dad. You know, he you. Uh, Huey, you, you only have seen him in a picture, uh, and he's only uh, spoken about, you know, but I, I thought that they would actually add him. You know, they had him in one, they had him in two, and then you don't see him in three, you know, which was a little disappointing, but I see, I see, like, I guess the storyline and where he fit and stuff, but it would have been cool to kind of see him there, you know, in, in, in that uh, spectrum, in that game. I least. guess you were looking for, like, an Otacon type of character? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Someone that, you know provide you intel but it's also like super nerdy and stuff you know i i think he he likes that in his games for some reason so oh, i mean didn't he say that otacon was mostly like him yeah yeah he's, he's always said that yeah it's otacon is like a figment of himself right so he's know? helping snake which kind of he kind of does look like him anyway too <laughs> you know i guess longer hair um yeah. actually in portable ops there was a big surprise for me um that character named Ghost who always talks to you ends up actually being Sokolov. And you find out that Sokolov survived. I don't know how he survived um, Vogan's punches and, you know what I mean, in the torture scene. But he starts giving you uh, intel and things like that. And you're just, like, you find this out at the end. And I'm like, how the heck did Sokolov live? Yeah. So it was just like... There, there was just so many crazy things that Hideo adds to these things, and I'm just yeah, like, for sure. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, why, why, why? Yeah. Other times I'm glad, you know. Right, exactly. And I think one of them is when Meryl and Johnny got together. <laughs> like, why, why, what the heck? Why? You know, I was just like, are you serious? This is really. That's weird. not what we were hoping for. Yeah, we were rooting for Snake and Meryl, but. But yeah, I guess you know. I, yeah, I guess she doesn't like old men. That are dying, or <laughs> nah? I think it's just Snake just kept rejecting her. Just think about it. He probably yeah. Yeah, he, he did. I mean, look at look at it. Look look at it again. Yeah, yeah. He just he didn't want anything to do with her anymore. Um, right. Not I don't think it's not because he didn't like have some feelings towards her. He just his situation. Yeah, I mean, he knew he was dying, so you know that's yeah, he why had he no smoked. For, and yeah. He was just like whatever, you know. In like, that game, he just did not care. <laughs> he was just like, whatever. Whatever. Let's do it. I'm I'm dying. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's what, see. What other one do you have? Well, I mean, um, you remember how we all hated Raiden. 
in yeah. part four. I yeah. mean, in part two. Part two, yep. But then in part four, part four, it was like comes out I like, play like him. now. Now yeah. everybody wants to play as him. As yeah, you know, it's just like okay, so that's how you get fans. You just become a ninja. You just become a ninja and uh, have white real... blood and yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess <laughs> you know, but it, it was it was pretty cool to. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's a beast. That ending, uh, you know, during the microwave scene, uh, he's a beast. Like that was cool. You know, he got he, he just barely had any arms. He had, he no, had arms. no arms and he was still fighting with his mouth and his foot. <laughs> like, what the heck? And I, he stopped like, what was it a submarine or something? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah he stopped the submarine. That I think was that was like, like Arsenal gear or something like that. I forgot what it was. I think it was. Yeah. But it, yeah, that's I just don't know. Insane. It, was, it was some kind of insane. submarine. Yeah. But, uh, another another big surprise in that game for me uh, that we spoke about last week as one of like the key moments and stuff is just uh, the robot battle. That was amazing. Um, that was so cool. You know, it was just like something out of a movie, uh, which I know that he always wanted to do like robot battles and stuff. And that's why he creates Metal Gears because he's a real big fan of that. And that's why he created Zone of the Enders and stuff. But that was really awesome. Um, and which is right after going to Shadow Moses. That has to be the biggest surprise in, in my mind, in my opinion, in Metal Gear history. Going back to Shadow Moses was something... You know, of course, we spoke about this before, but something that has to be like a fan service. I mean, that whole game was fan service, but it's it's in the sense of like, wow, you get to relive it. Uh, he even does that little gimmick of where, you know, your face is kind of pixelated and then you like uh, you wake up and then you're like, you know, back to normal. That and dream stuff. Again. Yeah, that dream again. Yeah. So it was really cool. You know, I, I didn't really enjoy the whole uh, what was those things the the with the arms the robots. Yeah, yeah, those robots, you know, and that was OK. You know, it would have been cool if it would have been like. I don't know, like a genome soldier robot or something. That would have been cool, but mm. you know, can't ask for everything. But the but the metal gears inside of the Shadow Moses, like in the forest side, that was cool. Like when the metal gears walking by, mm-hmm. that was cool. Oh, the Walker gears. Yeah, oh, that Walker was, gears. Not not Walker the, gears. The, I'm sorry, that's MGS the, five. Mm. <laughs> the, the geckos. There the you geckos, go. The geckos. Yeah. The geckos. Geckos. Um. Yeah, man. Uh, and you actually get to go through the front door this time. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I, I can't exactly knock and ask them to let me in. I, right, right. You know, but uh, MGS1 line. Uh, but in any case, you know, those were all good. And of course... Uh, <laughs> Metal Gear Solid 5 surprise. <laughs> no, Metal Gear Solid 4 still. Still, I guess. Yeah, okay. I don't, think, right. we, I don't think we can go on No, we can't. I mean, although that's... I think it was the my... most... I, yeah, it's my, I think it's my number one. Yeah, that's your number one? I think. Okay, okay. Four, four, the Shadow Moses is my number one, but number two would be that one, the Surprise in Metal Gear Solid 5. No, no, Metal Gear Solid 4. What? Big Boss coming back. Oh, oh. You know what? I think that's my number one, man. Uh-huh. Yeah. But before we mention that one, which we already have, because obviously, but before we talk about it, mm-hmm. um, honestly, when I saw Ocelot kill off who we thought was Big Boss's body. Right. When when it was really Solidus. Finding out that it was Solidus, I was like, yeah, yeah. dag. That's cruel. <laughs> <laughs> dag, man. But then when I looked at it again, I'm like, you're right. The the, the wrong eye is missing. The wrong, yeah. You know, yeah. but it's just like, look at his body. Mm-hmm. It's like charred and everything. Yeah, it's, it's, and he's like, it's like half his body. It, it literally looks like Big Boss. Yeah. How he was. Yeah. Because, you know, it, it makes, it's crazy that they used body parts from Solidus and Liquid to rebuild Big Boss. That's nuts. Like, for him to look the way that he did. 
Yeah. In it's Mega just Sonic like, 4. how, how, how do you do that? It's, <laughs> it, yeah, it baffles me how, well, I mean, I don't know. It's obviously a video game, but they had, I don't know, going into it, if Hideo Kojima had that plan or like, he was just like, you know what? Screw it. You just got body parts from everyone, <laughs> you know, but also, you know, yeah. it, it follows that trend of Ocelot getting the arm from liquid. You yeah, know? but and that's then, a, that's like an, that's a transplant. That's believable. We're yeah. talking about a charred body because in MG2, right. Snake burns him alive. Yeah. Like, you have nothing left. You're just burned. You mm-hmm. look like Anakin <laughs> at the end of part three. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, how do you just give him skin again? Yeah, man. How do you give him all those? And he looked like there was nothing wrong with him. Although, you know, we didn't look under his coat or anything like that. That's true, yeah. We, but his face was up. fine. His face was fine. Like, yeah. no scars. Hint, 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 hint to Venom Snake. No scars. Uh, <laughs> well, and and you know what? That actually, yeah, you're right. That that is probably my biggest surprise. The uh, big boss in MGS four, uh, which is something I did not see because, like we mentioned a few weeks ago, uh, you know, you see in the credits, the credits roll, and you see Big Boss voiced by etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, and I'm just like, Big Boss wasn't in this game. Well, he was, but he voiced wasn't voiced by, who? by Come on. anyone. Voiced by who? I forgot again. Come on, I forgot we, we did this twice. Forgot again, Richard man. Doyle. Richard Doyle. There you go. So sorry, was, Mr. Doyle. Uh, so I was just like, "What?" And then you see him there. You you see that scene with uh, Snake on the graveyard, um, and and there he is with uh. <laughs> he was actually pretty. He was a you know he, he looked pretty good for for a man yeah. his age. And for yeah, he was, he had to be like what seventy something there. Mm. Had to be. He had to be well, really he old. was fifty when he's made his, when he made his copies. So he right. had to be a good, he had to be over 90 years old. There? No. Come on. Who, uh, Snake? N- Big Boss. Nah, man. Think about it. If if it was set if he was 10 50, years. If he was 50, he was like, 50, how, how old is he in MGS Phantom Pain? The Phantom Pain, he has to, he's like 63. He's not 63 in the Phantom Pain. Come on, bro. Yeah, dude. No, he's not. He has to be like 63. He's not even 60. He's like 50-something. All right, let's go through the timeline then. So, 1964, he was... Like 30-something years old. Right. Uh Uh-huh. So, 1964. And so... 1964, he was 30. Vamos a decir. Let's say. Hmm. And when was Metal Gear Solid? 2000 and... Actually, you know what? Let's look it up right now. Just just look it up. Just look it up. All right, hold on. While we're doing this, I'm going to go... Dun, dun, ding, dun, dun, dun. That sounds like Lavender Town. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, we're, we're actually going to look it up. We're going to look at Big Boss's age um, in MGS 5. No, MGS 4. Are we going to do it? Yeah, in okay. MGS 4. Okay, How okay. old was Big Boss in MGS 4? Here we go. Here we go. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no, I know. I'm... Trying to find it. Keeping these guys entertained. Right, 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 right. <laughs> she sells seashells down by the seashore. <laughs> okay, these people obviously don't know anything. Okay. Look for Metal Wiki. Yeah, I, I'm on Wikipedia. Okay, okay so okay. Big Boss in Metal Gear Solid 4. At the ending, there's a cutscene that has Big Boss yeah, in yeah, there yeah, with yeah, Solid yeah. Snake. Big Boss is 75 years old. How could he be 75 <laughs> years old? Yep. 75. I don't think. Then, <laughs> look, look at MGS. Look at MGS five. I, I want to know how old Venom Snake is. And then Big Boss zeros. <laughs> look, the top top one. The top. What am I? 
<laughs> uh, they say zero's old self has to be 105 years old. <laughs> and then they're like, hashtag nanomachines. Nanomachines. Yo, I want nanomachines. Cause I mean, yeah. Apparently, they do everything. MGS5. Let's look. Yeah. Okay. Look for Big Boss in MGS5. Mm-hmm. I got you right now. We're on Wikipedia. Okay, let's see here. He has to be like 53. 55 the most. Hold on. I'm trying to find it. Which is pretty good for an old guy. Big Boss in MGS5, The Phantom Pain, after Ground Zeroes, is 52 years old. In your scara. In your face. Nice. But I mean, I, our, our initial one was how old was he in MGS5 and yeah. You said 60. You got a 60-year-old man running around like that. Anyway. <laughs> so. But yeah, for, so, you know, what year was MGS5 in? We're, uh, it was the 80s. Was, was it the 80s? Yep, it was the 80s. Okay. It was the and 80s. Then, the and music. Then, Definitely know because of the music. It's 1984. <laughs> okay. And so 1984 and then the events of Outer Heaven because the first Metal Gear came out in what, 1987? Uh, The first Metal Gear, 1987. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Liquid was... This is turning it into an entire different codec conversation. Yeah, right. <laughs> don't worry. You, you, you still went Earl. Um, Liquid wasn't wasn't Liquid like twelve when he when you got him. Yeah, he was he was in his preteens. And if that was eighty four, that would entail that Solid Snake went on his mission at age fifteen. Which mission? Outer Haven. Outer Haven. If it was oh wait well I mean what's the date? On, no, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. No, because, because the, the timeline in Metal Gear right, is, yeah, is different. It's different. It's different yeah. So that's what I'm saying. What year? What it? What year? It was 1984. It was like 2000. And, uh, no, no, no. 2000 was MGS1. That was MGS1. That was 2000. 2000. You sure? I'm positive. Okay. Um, I think part one. Uh, part one of the uh, of the NES was 1990. Hmm. Which would mean that Snake was about 17. We could we could read this in the back. I well. Do they say it here? Outer Haven leader Katafi was activated. Nah, they don't say anything here. I, I think it was 1980, uh, 1990. 1990. If not nineteen ninety, nineteen eighty six, whatever the case may be. Nah, it I had mean, to be like, I, like, like nineteen eighty nine. Sorry, yeah. nineteen ninety. Because he he always sets it in the future. Right. You That's know? what I'm saying. That's why MGS one came out in nineteen ninety seven, nineteen ninety six, nineteen ninety seven. No, or was it ninety eight, ninety seven, whatever. But the it, the time is set in two thousand. Right. Right. Yeah. Or is it two thousand four? I forget. It doesn't matter. Point is. Yeah. Because Metal Gear Solid four came out in two thousand seven, and guess, it was set in like two thousand like ten, two thousand thirteen. I guess we can schedule this for another coded conversation right, just right, to right, see right. if the ages add up. Yeah, and if you know. <laughs> the ages if if, if email you, us yeah yeah give us give us a timeline uh of all these things a little project yeah. for you all right yeah for sure but i think uh one of my surprises i don't think we can say it yet can we mm, for mgs5 nah, nah no definitely not spoilers. without a spoiler 
Yeah, but that's uh, that's definitely a surprise. Yeah, yeah, for that sure. Was, I mean, I didn't see it coming at I'll all. I'll be honest. I'll be honest with you. I read it beforehand because some jerk said in the comment section of the oh, YouTube man, video. Of course. And I was just like, after I read it, I didn't want to play for a while because yeah, I was just, yeah, yeah. I was deceived. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. So, but, um, it was probably my most disappointing surprise too. Most mm, disappointing. I wasn't. I wouldn't say I was. Yeah. Really. I, I really. Mean, I you. I told you my reasons. All right. You can I listen to episode reasons. two of <laughs> Under the Cardboard Box for impressions of Metagross Solid 5. Spoiler. <laughs> Spoiler cast. All right. With that being said, we're going to go into our next segment, which is the trivia. Who's that? All right. So we are here. We arrive at the last segment of the day. Trivia time. So if you didn't know... Arnaldo asks me a question about Metal Gear. He asked me, who said this? Uh, it's a conversation between uh, it certain can people. Be. It can be a conversation. It can be or should be. Who knows? Sometimes I don't even know. But I know he's going to make it extremely hard because... Uh, Stop it. Stop right, it. Right, right. Stop course, it. Of course. I'm not. I'll, uh-huh. I'll make this one easy. All right. Actually, anyway. I've made it easy. Okay. So he asked me who said it to who, where, what, why, how, whatever. And I have to figure it out. And what Metal Gear game. All right. I'm ready. Ready? Yep. Okay. He says. Touch that Super w- Smash Brothers Melee for the GameCube. Moving on. He said, touch that wire. And the C4 will blow up along with the old man. <laughs> dang. Don't dang, act like dang. this is hard. Yeah, it's just I vaguely remember this. Ah. T- say that again? Touch that wire and the C4 will blow up along with the old man. Touch that wire and the C4 will blow up along with the old man. Hmm. All right. Hmm. Sheesh. I really cannot remember. Oh, man. Along with the old man. Man. Okay. I'm going to take a limb here. I'm going to say... Uh, hmm. Snake saying this to Raiden. Uh, Metagir Solid Two. Final answer. Snake saying it to Raiden. Metagir Two. Metagir Solid Two. Where Heidel? Where? Where Heidel? Where? Can't remember. Sorry. Give me a location. I don't know. Give me a location. The Big Shell. Oh, very, yeah, very general. <laughs> the Big sh- Oh, all right. A location, Manhattan, New York, out of a, a few miles from the Hudson. <laughs> you, you, you're enjoying yourself? I mean, hey, I can't remember. You're wrong. Okay. You're wrong. All right. So what is it? Since I don't have two guesses. No, you don't. Okay. Go I ahead. mean, why would you want another one? You you've got you've gone nowhere. Okay. Go ahead. Herp. Anyway, it's MGS one. Uh huh. 
Ocelot says it's a snake before you fight him. Mm, I don't even remember that. He's about to touch the wire where the where the president is of Arms Tech. Mm-hmm. And he goes, no, no, don't touch it. And, he was, and then Snake realizes it's C4. He says, that's right. Touch that wire and the C4 will explode along with the old man. That's when they're fighting. They're about to fight. In the... In the uh, sub-basement. The sub-ba- right, okay. When you blow the whole wall. Right, right, right. That's right. Okay. I, I thought you were going to get that one. Yeah? Yeah. Ah. Couldn't remember. Well, there goes that trivia, guys. Uh, let us know what you think about it in the comments or give us an email. Give us an idea for, uh, you know, other trivia questions. We would love to hear from you guys. Yeah, and then let's test Arnaldo, guys. Come on. Let's do it. Give me give me something and let's, let's test him. Yes. All right, let's change it up. Bring it on. <laughs> and make it super extremely hard, like from uh, Metal Gear Solid <laughs> ghost, Acid. Ghost, ghost Babble. Babble. Or Metal Gear Acid 2 or something. No, it has to be canon. Well, Ghost Babble isn't canon. But ghost Babble isn't canon. <laughs> whatever, whatever. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's give him the emails. All right. Every Tuesday, we come out with new episodes. Just search Under the Cardboard Box Podcast on iTunes or any other podcast service you have. And we are also on YouTube. Just search under the cardboard box and we're right there. We come out with videos every Friday. So look for this episode on Friday. Also, our winner is Earl. So Earl from Utah, you've won yourself a copy of Metagear Solid 5, The Phantom Pain for PC Steam. So just contact us. Just email us saying, hey, what's up, guys? I'm alive. And I will send you a message right back with uh, Steam code. So thank you for submitting, and remember, you guys can actually submit yourself. We have three more codes left, so get up in there and just email us, and also like us uh, on Facebook. Join our Facebook group, because that is the only way you guys can get this. So the two rules that we just asked for are join our Facebook group, which is under the cardboard box, and email us with a codec conversation. Don't forget to join us, guys, on our Twitch stream. We do it every Thursday 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm so grateful for those who showed up. Come check us out. See us play around. And we don't just mean in the game. Uh, see our interactions. Heidel is annoying as I'm playing. Um, and it is quite the show. Yep, it's good. Come have fun with us on Twitch. <laughs> with that being said, we are UCBP. We are so grateful. We'll see you around. And we are signing out. guys can subscribe to this email there's a blooper <laughs> one job all right you guys can get our new episodes every tuesday 
just subscribe to under the cardboard box and you guys can have what are you gonna say you you look like you're about to say something you can subscribe to this podcast at (laughs) (laughs) this is like take eight and that's our show